So you're straight and you're really attracted to trans women, but you don't know what to call yourself. Open-minded. Not an asshole. Not a transphobe. A decent human being. A heterosexual. Trans women are women. So to say otherwise or to try to come up with a new label for your sexuality for being attracted to us would be othering and assuming that we are not real women when we are. people mad but the harsh reality is is that trans women are actually biologically women i know it's like super shocking but the most important sex determining organ in your body is actually your brain and there's a lot of research to show that trans women have brains that are very much in alignment with our gender identity i know shocker so anybody that runs around and tries to tell you oh oh sex and gender sex and gender it's so different the truth is it's a lot more complicated than that and anybody who tries to call trans women biological males are coping and seething so you should make fun of them I'm non-binary, I go by they, them, and I work in a store that is pretty much all women. So whenever they're like addressing us or when they're talking, they're always like, hey ladies. So I've taken it upon myself as someone that is non-binary to use this uh, to not listen. And whenever anyone addresses a group as ladies, I am not included. So when they say, hey ladies, let's like stop talking or hey ladies, let's like get to work. I will do none of it because you're not talking to me. You're not talking to me. You're not talking to me. So I will not listen to anything that is said when it is started with, hey ladies, I'm a lady, not a lady, a lady. There's so many reasons I can think of off the top of my head why Americans are addicted to air conditioning. 
while there are many, let's just focus on one genocide when they after they finished colonizing the fuck out of europe and became white people and then they came over here they murdered with abandon the indigenous people here who would know how to live in this land and then they took all of their practices and building and however they called themselves farming and they really couldn't even do that in that in the way that was needed here in the americas and brought it over here instead of turning around and being okay with the indigenous here and figuring out hey we're settlers we're gonna do this no in that hoarding murderous white culture fashion they killed everybody that could tell them and here we are 400 years later fucked trying to figure it all out so that's my one reason one of the hardest things about being medically vulnerable in the pandemic is the constant expectation that you be happy for everyone you know who's partaking in activities that put your life in danger, that spread COVID, that, you know, contribute to that undertone of eugenics we have going on right now where only the elderly and the already unwell are dying. It's really hard to have to be happy over and over and over again for people whose actions say, I don't care if you live or die, but you be happy that I have a new boyfriend. <sighs> That's a big ask. If you say that you mask around vulnerable people, do you mask when you're out in public? Because it's really, really strange to assume that no vulnerable people are ever out in public. Like, no vulnerable people, no people with cancer, no people with transplanted organs, no people on immunosuppressants ever need groceries, ever need to go to the doctor, ever need to buy clothes. So, if you say you mask around vulnerable people, do you just expect a vulnerable person to walk into a room and yell like, I'm vulnerable! Because, like, no. If you mask around vulnerable people, you should be thinking about masking in public, period. Because it's very strange and honestly very rude and ableist to assume medically vulnerable people are just never out in public. Or you should mask at least when you see someone else wearing a mask, because odds are they're vulnerable. When we teach students to be gender inclusive, we're teaching them to be better humans to each other, to be kinder, to not make assumptions, to break stereotypes. Gender stuff takes up a lot of brain space. And when kids are free to be themselves and express themselves how they want, they're able to relax and really focus on learning. When we say boys and girls or ladies and gentlemen, that's putting kids into two categories only. For someone who is gender expansive, they pick up on that stuff. And so you could say everyone, y'all, learners, I call my students epic humans instead. At the very beginning of the school year, we cover lab safety by looking at a picture. Students often start by just saying the girl is standing too close to the flame. And I'll say, you're right, that person with long hair is standing too close to the flame. And we really briefly explain that we can't know someone's gender just by looking at them. We can describe them by their physical features or use they. It takes less than five minutes and it's really effective. 
when students are playing outside, it's important not to corral all of the masculine presenting students for sports and have the feminine presenting students kind of sit and chat and do, you know, more delicate things. You know, anyone can do anything. Anyone can like what they like. Clothes don't have a gender. Colors don't have a gender. When kids see that they can enjoy anything that they want, whether it's colors or activities, it just broadens their perspective and allows them to be creative and be their best selves. Something I find really helpful is displaying pronouns, your pronouns, on your desk, the sign on your door very first day of school I introduced myself and I have an identity map with lots of different characteristics of who I am as a human, I have a picture of my cat and I, and then I have my pronouns right at the top. That starts the conversation and gets kids thinking about maybe their own pronouns. Sometimes they're a little apprehensive about it, but when they get my pronouns correct, the first couple of times are like, yes, I did it. And then it just becomes so natural that it's just part of the everyday conversation.